0: Thanks for listening to the Dearest Doula Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Sines, and this is episode 74. Hello and welcome, dearest doula community. I'm really excited to introduce you to today's guest. She is the co founder of Clee Baby, a doula agency based in Cleveland. She is a birth and postpartum doula, a still birthday birth and bereavement doula, and a childbirth educator. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ashley Sova. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Thanks for having me, Natalie. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. The pleasure is all mine. Now, I've given our listeners just a really brief overview, so why don't you take a minute to tell us a little more about yourself?
1: Sure. Um, I My education is in psychology. Uh, I have an undergrad in both psychology and communications, and I have a master's degree in clinical psychology. Um, I really got interested in this through... Uh, right after grad school, I, um, I got a job as a project manager in uh, the Department of Family Medicine at Case. Um, and we worked with advanced and recurrent cancer patients. Um, so we did a lot of communication and psychosocial research. And we were developing an intervention to help women communicate with their care providers and help those care providers um, communicate prognosis information. So kind of helping that process along and and helping each other know the best way to um, communicate as well as, you know, communicate with each other's partners and families. Um, And so I would travel to different women's homes and we would talk about their cancer and um, a lot of different topics, so hope and benefit-finding Spirituality, so just different sorts of topics, and just really, I loved being around women, and and especially women of that strength, and it was really humbling and really cool. And um, a lot of them had pretty serious diagnoses, and it was a lot of end of care talk, uh, end of life talk. So it was um, a really awesome experience. So I was kind of on that side of the life spectrum, and uh, once I had my own babies, I. I quit working, um, but it was, you know, I really miss working with women and I thought, you know, after having a doula at my own birth, it was such a such a huge impact and such a life-changing thing that I'm like, hey, I can work with women on this other side of the life spectrum and experience the happiness and the joy that comes along with, um, you know, birth and and being around women at that point in their lives. So that's kind of how I got started.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And so, you know, this show is really created for that new and prospective birth worker. And so that's why I really like taking a moment to touch on what personally inspired you to get into birth work, because you never know who's listening and they might be in a very similar um, place in their life before making that leaping point. And so hopefully someone's listening and, and getting inspired from what it is that you have to share with us today. Now, you already did kind of get into your origin story a bit with us. And, um, you know, we got to learn what you were doing prior to becoming a birth worker, that inspiration that that got you further into it. And what I'd like to do now is just take a little bit of a deeper dive into that. And if you could focus on whether or not there was anything that was holding you back once you had that aha moment and realized birth work was something you wanted to do, um, whether or not there were any awkward transitions leaving, you know, or going from, sounded like, you were staying home with your little ones and i know that that can be a real challenge making that transition into leaving them to have that that on-call nature that we all have to answer to um if there's just any special accommodations or circumstances that you found you and your family dealing with to make that possible we'd love to hear how that worked for you
1: sure uh you know i think um I'm, I'm privileged in a lot of ways um just i had a very supportive family growing up and i have a super supportive husband now that's always encouraged me to pursue my dreams, but I think it was not being able to figure out what my dreams were. I um, I moved from job to job and, you know, liked everything that I did and I think I wanted to be a million things in my lifetime. I love cooking, so I wanted to be a chef and I love fashion and I thought, oh, I could be a good stylist. Uh, I even applied to law school and got into law school and thought, maybe I'll be a lawyer. And then I realized, I don't want to be a lawyer. So I think I, you know, it really clicked with me after I had my doula at my birth. And she came to me afterwards and said, I am retiring at the end of the year. And, um, you know, I've been doing this for 17 years. And I really want to... Uh, train a group of women who I think would be great at this and pass my wisdom along and everything that I've learned from being in this local community for 17 years. Uh, and I think you'd be good at it. And that just, it kind of clicked with me. And I was, I thought, yeah, this is probably, this is probably my niche and this is, you know, something I would be good at and something that I love and something that I'm passionate about. And, um, I would say that's my origin story. It was really, uh, Really great mentorship and great support over all these years, and people cheering me on and saying, Hey, you can be whatever you want to be. And now, you know, I've, I've finally figured out okay, this is what I want to be, and this is who I am, and, and this is what I'm good at.
0: Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> great. Well, so Ashley, as you know, being a birth worker isn't all sunshine and daisies. And like any other line of work, it definitely has its ups and downs. And I feel this is a really important thing to focus on for a moment here on the show is giving that realistic worldview to our listeners who are considering this line of work. So with that being said, I'd like to have you share with us a specific point in time where you really struggled as a birth worker. That struggle can be in a lot of, it can come to us in a lot of different forms. It can be handling the business side of birth work. It can be handling the more compassionate side and, you know, maybe experiencing burnout or just having a tough go with the client. So whatever that moment was for you, I'd love to have you walk us through that. And then also include how it is that you were able to overcome your struggle and how you use it to your advantage now.
1: Sure. I'd say for me, I have, I have two kids My daughter is two and she's just like a spunky little fireball and I have a 10 month old and he is on the move and just crazy and everywhere and into everything. Um, and I've really loved staying home with them. Um, and once I, I met the the woman that I wanted to co-found the business with, um, I just wasn't sure if I had enough time. I mean, it is it's, a, it's an extremely time-consuming thing. Um, it's time-consuming physically and mentally. I mean, I go to bed at night thinking about my business and I wake up in the morning thinking about my business. And especially when you own an agency, you're spreading yourself thin in so many different ways. So um, not knowing where to begin and where, to, where it's most beneficial to spend your time to um, the business side of it. So marketing and, oh my gosh, in 2000. 16, the social media that we have to cover, you know, if, if you mm-hmm. want to have a, a web presence, it's Instagram and it's Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and all of these things. And then also all of these things that I didn't know anything about. So finances and legal, I mean, I never took a business course before I started this business. So it was really just an intimidating thing to take that on. And then of Definitely. course there, there's the client side of it. So, you know, making sure that you are giving them as much of yourself as possible and going above and beyond what they need for you, Um, continued education. So, you know, staying up to date on current research and and being experts on, on, you know, topics that we should know a lot about. Um, And then of course as an agency, we have contractors. So making sure that, that they're happy and they're getting enough work and, you know, Everybody's happy and and there's a great balance to everything. So I think it's actually something that I'm I'm still struggling with a little bit. And while I know that I want to do it and I can do it, it's you know finding the time and also being there for my family and making sure that they're happy and taken care of and all of those things.
0: Oh, definitely, you hit upon so many excellent points in that. And that is, I think, the overarching theme there was that time is just such a precious commodity for us as birth workers. And we have to be very careful and mindful of how we are using our time because it is split up between the business side and then the more, I guess, doula-y, birth-y side of us, as well as all the other hats that we wear in our lives being mothers and partners and business partners and um, just all of the different hats we wear. We do have to be very mindful and careful of how we use our time and making sure that when we do delegate a specific amount of time to something that we're doing it in a very effective way and taking, getting the most out of that. Um, Now, just
1: (laughs) as women, we especially have to pay attention to that because my husband, while he is the most amazing man on earth, gets to go to work every day and be uninterrupted and doesn't have, you know, a toddler yelling that she's ready for lunch or uh, someone calling on the business line to schedule something uh, while someone is crying and needing a bottle. So, you know, it's much different for us as women who, who do need to do all of those extra things that I think sometimes men don't need to think about mm-hmm. generally exactly. Speaking.
0: Right. (laughs) So we'll go ahead and scoot on over to our next segment. And that's what I like to call the movie moment. But really more simply put, this is just a time if you could share with us as a birth worker where you had a moment of thinking to yourself, this, this is why I do what I do. I'm supposed to be right here, right now. If you could share a time like that with us, that'd be awesome.
1: Sure. Uh, I had a client who was um, pretty... Anxious, just in general as a person and also um, about birth. She was very fearful and was high risk and had quite a few complications and just everything leading up to it. Nothing seemed to go right and it was just a really difficult pregnancy and it was the first difficult pregnancy I had really been a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, as a newer doula, you're always second-guessing yourself and hoping that you're saying the right things and doing the right things and... Um, there was a moment when she was pushing and she looked at me and she said, I'm going to do this. My baby's going to be okay and I'm going to be okay. And that was just, uh, I don't know. It was just a really, really amazing moment. Just knowing that she had it within herself the whole time and she just needed to get there and work through all these things. And just, I don't know, the strength of women and, and their partners and their families is such an intense thing. And it's, it's felt every. Every time, you know, I'm I'm with a with a, a family and, and they're having a baby, but in that moment it was really felt like a felt like a success.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's such a great moment to have with those clients is, you know, when we even find ourselves maybe quietly wondering if they're going to be able to get through because you see that they hit that wall and everybody just has a different climb and, you know, everybody responds differently to that. So being able to to see them push through that and then all of a sudden they realize all the the great strength and the power that they have that's kind of been locked up inside them. Those are really powerful moments. And that is when you do take stock and just realize what an honor it is to just be present in that moment. You know, you don't, especially as new ladulas, I think a lot of us are constantly have those wheels turning throughout our client's labor. And should I do this or is there something? Maybe I should, um, you know, maybe I should throw out this idea and maybe I should get this going for them. And we, need to just remember to pause and take stock of what's going on around us and, and see that many times the mom and her body just know exactly what needs to happen. So that's great that you got to share that moment with her and with us. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. GentleBirth is celebrating 10 years of innovation in childbirth education. The GentleBirth Institute trains childbirth educators to provide evidence-based, interactive brain training for birth classes. Instructors provide parents with solid childbirth education, as well as mindfulness, cognitive behavioral therapy, hypnosis, and sports psychology. For more information on the Gentle Birth Institute's online interactive training, visit www.gentlebirth.com or download the app from the App Store or Google Play. And again, that website is gentlebirth.com. All right, Ashley, now that we're back, what I'd really like to do is get to the nitty-gritty of our segment here. And um, what I'd like to ask next is what would you consider your biggest strength as a birth worker?
1: I would say my biggest strength is um, my non judgmental support. And it's kind of a buzzword that's been thrown around quite a bit lately because I think everyone knows that when they're supporting women in this situation, they should be non judgmental um, because there just isn't one right way to do anything in this process. Um, and I, as a mom, I have breastfed and I have formula fed and I have had a c-section and I've had a VBAC and I have tried attachment parenting and every other kind of parenting and the thing is it's just for me it's it's just fluid there, there's just no one right way to do something and I, I truly believe that and I, I try to you know carry that with me when I'm when I'm working with families and and keep that in mind and and know that there's there's no one right way and i think that being a non-judgmental listening support is um, so much needed right now in in a society where you know we have these silly mommy wars going on and mm-hmm. um, everybody has an opinion about everything and you know even family members have opinions and friends have birth horror stories and and all of these these negative associations with with birth and the postpartum period and all of that. So just, you know, being there and knowing that my clients know that I believe that they know the best thing for them and their families
0: um, is my biggest strength. Oh, that's great. What would you say is your biggest weakness as a birth worker?
1: Oh, gosh, I'm a softie and (laughs) uh, I when I'm pregnant, especially I cry at basically everything, but even when I'm not pregnant and those hormones aren't flowing, I, I can cry at a Kleenex commercial. So sometimes it's, it's hard for me to keep it together. And I know I have to for professionalism's sakes, but sometimes it's hard for me. I just, you know, I want to grab a hand and cry with people when they're crying and upset and not having a great time. But, um, you know, I, I'm trying as time goes by to build up my build up my toughness and, and toughen up a little bit.
0: I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, what is one thing that has you inspired right now?
1: Uh, my business partner is killing it right now. She uh, she has four kids under four. She has uh, she just had twins last month. Very surprisingly. And, um, you know, I, I figured with the kids and just everything going on that business would drop off a little bit and I'd be taking over a lot of the duties, but, uh, usually in the mornings I wake up to a text from her. She's already up and working and, uh, ready for the day and ready for the next thing and coming up with ideas. And she's, um, she's extremely smart. She was a software engineer. Before she turned doula, so she is so great on that side of things, which I'm just terrible at. Um, so she's just she's a cool chick, and it's um, pretty awesome to see how committed she is to the business and also to her family and just balancing it, it all with such grace. Whereas I would probably be crumbling and insane at <laughs> with with twin one month olds.
0: So awesome. Why don't you give her a little shout out?
1: Yeah, Gina Christ at Clea Baby. She's the bomb.
0: Cool. All right. And uh, let's see. What is one personal habit that keeps you on your A game?
1: Uh, I am a total type A personality and I am beyond organized. I am insanely, crazily, obnoxiously a perfectionist, which drives my... My type B husband, crazy, and also Gina, crazy, who's also type B. But I think it's, it lends well to making sure that we're on top of a lot of things in business and with our family. And I'm looking around right now at my desk and everything is in its place and it's making me happy. But I have <laughs> my color-coded file cabinet and my beautiful branded folders and everything in its place. Uh, so that's that's my thing.
0: Awesome. What is one internet resource like Kelly Mom that you swear by?
1: I don't know. I, you know
0: what? I don't, I don't
1: know if I love any one thing. If there's anything I love, I would say it's more, it's articles, it's blogs and podcasts and um, articles that are realistic about motherhood and can make you laugh about motherhood because if you can't laugh about, Babies and motherhood and parenting, then you're not gonna make it out. I mean, it, it's tough stuff. And so I, I, really like Scary Mommy. I like, I like the blog posts there. I think they're hilarious, um, and it's much needed humor in such a, such a dense information web that just gets boring and tedious. And I just like a humorous article to break up the
0: monotony of a workday, I guess. So, (laughs) Okay, cool. And what is one item other than yourself that you consider your must-have as a doula?
1: I would say my my doula, pro-doula guides. I was trained through pro-doula. And uh, the manuals that I got through their trainings, both the birth and postpartum trainings, are just awesome and so comprehensive and full of amazing information that, you know, if I feel like I'm stuck at a birth or I'm at a really difficult postpartum shift, I can just reference that book and it'll give me a nudge and give me an idea to what I could be doing. You know, sometimes you just need a need a change of frame of mind and, and that always gives me the nudge that I need, I think, in order to figure out what I need to do to improve a situation.
0: Cool. That's great. What is one book that you would recommend to the dearest doula community and why?
1: I really love A Good Birth, and it is by Anne Drapkin-Lyarly, and she's a medical doctor. Um, and it was really posing the question, what, what is a good birth? in the eyes of women who have babies. And so it was uh, a bunch of interviews with different women's birth experiences. Um, And it's just, it's really awesome and insightful. And, um, you see how deeply childbirth can affect women and how it, how it continues to affect women as time goes on. And, and so how important it is to be able to help them tell a good birth story and, and, um, you know, enjoy their births and have, have stories to tell that they'll be proud of and happy about and be able to tell for years to come.
0: That sounds really great. I haven't heard of that one, but I'll make sure to check it out. And then I'll also put a link to it in our show notes page for our listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great one. And I've been, I've been deep in books and blogs and everything lately. So that one really, really stands out among the others.
0: Alright, so the next question's pretty big, but I know you're up to the challenge. Let's say you woke up tomorrow in a completely new town, your food and shelter are taken care of, and you have $300. What steps would you take in the next 10 days to build your business?
1: I would use that $300 to buy some goodies for some OB offices and midwives' offices, and I would maybe pediatrician offices as well. They're great for postpartum clients and I would go visit them with, um, muffins or bagels, coffee, and I would just network my butt off. I would, um, you know, let them know the type of services that I can provide and how I can help their, help their patients and, um, improve their experiences as well. I mean, we're also there to make their lives a little bit easier, um, as doctors and midwives, I think. Uh, so yeah, I would use it to network and
0: and meet people in my area who could who could send me people that could benefit from dual services. Cool. That sounds great. Now, whether it comes to business building, attracting clients, or marketing your brand, what are some strategies that you've implemented that you really feel have helped to elevate your business?
1: We did our branding with uh, a local company and they did a really beautiful job and really captured what we wanted Klee Baby to be. And I think that was the first step. It was not scrimping when it came to to our brand because, you know, your business is really built around that image and everything that we do from from posting on social media to our contracts to really anything has our branding on it and and our welcome packets that we send to clients. The first thing that our clients see is our welcome packet and that has our beautiful branding on it. And I don't know about you, but I like to look at something beautiful and I think it it gives off a nice um, professional image um, when you're trying to attract someone to your business and also competing with other doulas in the area.
0: Awesome. That sounds great. Now, um, and then one of the last things we ask here is if you could share a success quote that inspires you. Okay.
1: I like, uh, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. If you love what you are doing, you will be successful. Uh, and I think it is especially true for me as I, you know, bounce from job to job and never really loved what I did. And now that I do love what I do, it, you know, it's, it doesn't feel like work and it's a little bit of a cliche, but yeah, it doesn't feel like I'm working when I'm doing my doula work.
0: Exactly. Oh, that's what, that's a great quote. Thank you so much for that one. All right. Well the dearest doula community truly values having you on the show today, Ashley. So before we wrap up, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us a parting piece of guidance, then we'll get into the best way we can connect with you and a little more about your business before we say goodbye.
1: Sure. Uh, I would say for budding doulas to be yourself and be genuine, because I think I think people always can sense that in a person. Um, and I think being confident in what you can offer families, even from the very beginning. You know, even as a new doula, you're bringing something to them, and you're you're giving of yourself and your time, and it's a it's a really important thing. And it's a small piece of birth as a whole and of the postpartum period as a whole. But it's still, um, I think it can still make a significant difference in their experiences. So Clebaby, Baby, you can find us at www.clebaby.com. That's C-L-E, baby. Uh, we do have a Facebook page and a Pinterest page and a YouTube channel and an Instagram. And we're working on our Twitter. Um our number is 216-694-8266. Right now we're taking birth and postpartum doula clients. We are starting up our childbirth education classes and we are also in the spring, we're offering a, um, we're doing a CLI events arm of, of the business. So we'll be hosting local events and gatherings aimed at sometimes just parents, sometimes pregnant women and friends if they want, uh, sometimes families, but uh, just getting them out and about and helping them enjoy the city. Cleveland is having a huge revitalization right now. uh, And we know that sometimes when you have a new baby, you feel isolated and kind of cut off and like you're disconnected from your social life. So we want to get people back out in Cleveland and enjoying it and
0: and loving the things that they used to love before babies and growing their families. Oh, that's awesome. Well, the Dearest Dula community will be able to find links to everything of value that we mentioned on today's show by going to DearestDula.com, clicking the podcast button, and finding your name in the archives, or by simply entering Ashley Sova, that's spelled A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-O-V-A, all together, in the search bar to have this show's show notes page pop right up. So thank you so much for coming on Ashley and sharing your unique and inspiring stories with our community. The dearest Julie community sends you a big warm hug and we're now all one step closer to being connected, educated, and empowered. Have a great day. Of course.
1: Thanks so much, Natalie.